following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. What's going on, everybody? I'm The Nightmare. And I'm Rotten Jack. And this This is Common Common Debauchery. Common Debauchery may contain mature subject matter and is intended for adult audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Common Debauchery. I am the Nightmare. Joining me, Rotten Jack, the man, the myth, the legend. I don't know why he's any of those things, but he's here. It's because I am, man. Like, there's you either are you either are that guy or you're not that guy. Rotten Jack, aka Himothy. I am he. (laughs) I am they. So whatever. Wah wah. Uh, we're gonna have to reboot the start of this show. Anyway, uh, so we are talking. Ironically, that I said that that's not ironic. I planned it, unplanned, but said it for a reason. Uh, we were talking about reboots, sequels, and remakes, and what you know, ones that sucked, ones that were great. Um, you know, we all we like. We're, so we're kind of on this weird movie kick and like or mo- like movie and media kick. We kind of go in waves with a lot of these things. So. Um, you know, I feel like it's just that time of year where, like, there's really nothing else going on. Like, especially now, football season's done. Like, there's really nothing else to talk about. And, like, what the hell are we all watching these days? Like, right. We're like, it's kind of still shitty outside here. Like, we're all just staying indoors. Like, this is like cuddle up movie binge watch shit season. Yeah, it really, really is. Um, you know, it, it's it's what we call like the dog days of winter here because and like that whole dog days thing is 100 percent a summer conversation, like a summer thing, like, you know, where it's hot, it's dry, it's long. There's like, you know, you're you walk out, you wake up and you're sweating, you know, it, there's just a lot. And I apologize that you guys can hear me. I'm trying to find a comfortable spot. I've changed recording locations and I'm trying to do this like. Or I can kind of sit back a little bit, but uh, so here we go. Let's try this. Um, you know, so it is that time where you just kind of like hunker down, hunker down, and get through March is really where we're at. Yeah. Well, for most really, people, I'll be freezing my ass off on a ball diamond all spring. Well, choices, man. Yeah, you win some, you lose some, and I'm going to win a lot. So uh, consequences of your own actions, my friend. Very, very true. So let's let's start off. So all right, I know we kind of talked about this very, very minimally a while back. What is your when you're describing a shitty remake? What is your go to? Like, what's your, you know, like when they took something awesome and then they fucked it up? Uh, are we talking remake or like sequel? Sure. Because I firmly and honestly believe a lot of a lot of remakes and reboots start as sequels and then people go, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Um probably one of the worst like reboots or sequels I've ever seen is um probably like the Sandlot 2. Oh, I forget that that's even a movie. Yeah. That's how bad that is. Yeah, like, it's just one of those that they shouldn't have even done it. Like, it had, like, almost no continuity with the original story. Like, none of the same characters. 
yeah. just it was it was pointless like it, all, the only thing that it shared really from what i recall and i only only saw it maybe once that i barely paid attention to because it was that bad yeah but if memory serves the only it, it shared a name and the fact that they played baseball in a lot that didn't have a lot of grass to it yeah pretty much and you know they tried to recreate the iconic lines like the s'more joke and you yeah. know the, the you know well, I don't You're know. Killing me, Smalls. Yeah, some, some, I don't know. Some woman signed it, like ba- Baby Ruth or something like that. Like Babe Ruth, are you kidding? Like, you know, like who is that? You know, and then they like, ramble off all his nicknames. I don't even know yeah. if it was something that equated to that, but they tried. You know, they they tried the whole you know squints making out with the uh, the lifeguard thing and mm-hmm. you know, Wendy Pepp- Peppercorn being a dime and whatnot. Like, you, you just can't. Some things don't need number two. They just don't. Because it turned no. into a steaming pile of number two. And, like, if you're going to do it, like, there was different ways you could have done it. Like, you know, continue on with the story of those kids or something like that. Like, right. continue on with, like, fast forward it 20, 30 years in the future. And now those kids are adults and they're trying to, like, get the team back together for fucking something and just... Well, and like kind of shenanigans the, like that. The end of the first one, they kind of they they showed the future of two of them. You know, Benny the Jet was playing pro ball, and Smalls was the the play, play guy. So like, yeah, they showed that, and you you could have done like Sandlot two, the legend of Benny the Jet. Yeah, like something like that, where like he's older or something. I, I don't know, or like it's you know like it's about his son maybe. And his son, like, growing up and, like, you know, in it, like, I don't know, be be awful about it. Make it be a thing where, like, you know, Benny the Jet had a very untimely passing in a car accident. And now his son is growing up, you know, the son of a legendary baseball player facing the pressures of being that guy when he just wants to play ball and have fun. Right. And getting back to the roots of the Sandlot and what it was about. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, easily my go-to was the failed and horrid attempt at the Ghostbusters reboot. Oh yeah. Yeah. The 2016 one. Yeah. You, you were handed the keys to a Ferrari. I mean, there was a, there was a, there was a, there, and we're still kind of in it. We're still in the stage where people, our age, like the, the people from probably their mid to late thirties to their probably mid twenties are probably your core new movie being put out for us type thing. Yeah. And they Hollywood hit this stride where they were remaking, rebooting, and resequeling classic movies and doing well with it to the point that we just, we, we just, yes, more, give me more, give me yeah. more, do it again, do it again. Like, and like Mar- Marvel started it. Marvel started with the whole like, hey, we did one and we did it like kind of right with an idea going toward the future, not a random one off that like, oh, hey, Blade did good. Let's make Blade two. Mm-hmm. Like it was actually we had a little bit of a plan and we'll see if we can tie this together. And we ate it up because it was from our childhood. You know, they they've tried to reboot and I don't want to say retcon, but like reboot and do the Ninja Turtles time and again, the two like cgi pseudo live action ninja turtle films weren't terrible i mean they weren't what i grew up on but they weren't awful and people went and saw them 
they made a Power Rangers movie for Christ's sake. Yeah, based on the well, that was honestly that was pretty bad though. Yeah, it was bad, but people still went. People still saw it, and if they did it again, people would still go see it. You were handed the keys to that. All you had to do is be kind of close to your source material, and not have it be something that you just beat me over the head regularly with a, a political agenda of any kind. Yeah, like they just they completely spit in the faces of the 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 fans of Ghostbusters. Yeah, it was like a it's like who the hell are you actually making this movie for cuz you didn't make this for fans of Ghostbusters. Like and and let's be honest, who are your fans of Ghostbusters? Generally speaking, probably middle-aged men. Probably. And, and you you made it like stopping short of calling it a feminist propaganda film. It was kind of a feminist propaganda film. Which I listen, I don't care. Do what you do, but don't take a movie that is 100% going to be mostly consumed by the demographic you're kind of bashing. Yeah. Like, you know, the one that you're kind of going against. That's my go-to. I mean, and, and proof in that is when they came out with Ghostbusters Afterlife, it did really, really well. They're making a sequel of it. Paul yeah. Rudd was fantastic. And the cast of the 2016 movie is pissed that they've got nothing to do with it. Yeah. Like it's to the point that like when they release um like box sets of like the Ghostbusters movies, like Afterlife is included in those now because that's yes. out on DVD. Uh they don't include the 2016 version. Yeah, they're basically like, uh never mind. Can we pretend like we just didn't even make this? They approach that the way the Rocky franchise approaches Rocky Five. Sure. I've never seen a Rocky movie. And we've talked about that. And this this movie and this this set of movies. One, it it's still going. It's like this. So they've they've now spun off and they're gonna do a spin-off of the spin-off. So Rocky One was really good. Based on a true story, like to the point that the dude who was the inspiration for Rocky actually tried to sue Stallone for royalties for stealing his story. Like he tried to, he, he signed off on it. Like he signed off on like, this is my story. This is who I am. The dude went out and like people who knew him, like would pay him to do um, appearances and stuff. And then like, he tried to get in on Rocky too. And like, be in the movie or like be part of the story or something. And Stallone was like, yeah, you're cute kid. Have fun. And the guy like lost his family, lost his wife and kids because he ended up being like, he, he went out partying because people were like, yo, they made a movie about you. They made a movie about you. Except they changed. Like he signed away certain rights, I believe. And then he like, they changed just enough that it was like, well, it's kind of like you. But how many people can say, hey, something in a movie happened like that, like something like that happened to me. So, no, we're not paying you. Right. And, and the dude lost his shirt. But so based on a true story and true stories are some of the best cinematic events ever. And then they made a second one and it was somehow just as good, if not better. And then they made a third one and it was even better. And then they made a fourth one. It's the best movie. It's the best one of the series. And then they made a fifth one. It was the worst thing you've ever seen. So much so that they decided to make a movie about a 60-something-year-old boxer to make the sixth one so the series could end on a better note than the fifth one. And it, it was okay. It was good enough. 
and now they're making like they've made now three movies about the son of Apollo Creed. Yeah. The last one introduced the son of Ivan Drago, who is yeah. now apparently getting his own spinoff called Drago. Jesus. Like, but the the three Creed movies are good. They're like I I like them. They're they're good. They're good movies. Yep, I've never seen a single one of any of those movies. I like them. They're Rocky Four and Rocky Three are probably two of my top sports movies. I don't know which is the one that like which is the one that Drogo kills Apollo Creed in the ring. That's four. Oh, that's four. Okay. Yeah, Ivan Drago kills Apollo Creed in like the first five minutes of the movie, and you're like, shit. Didn't see that coming. They at least waited like halfway through the third one to kill Mick. No idea who that even is. He's the uh, the old Irish boxing coach. The he's a murderer. He's gonna kill you, Rock. You've you've seen the clips. I guarantee it. No, he's like the only the only the only characters I know from the Rocky movies is obviously Rocky, his wife Adrian, just because he mumbles like oh, Yo, Adrian. Fucking sloth from the Goonies, Adrian. Uh, Apollo that's Creed. How you, that's how you know a movie is good when people who've never seen it know quotes from it. Uh, that's no pop culture Apollo famous. Creed that was. And like Ivan Drogo. Like it's Drago, Drago, like Drogo, whatever the fuck. Yeah, whatever. Those are the only people I know from those movies. I mean, so that 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 franchise stems both the remake not remake but the reboot essentially the sequel the good and the bad and the ugly yeah what else? i don't know I, I don't know why i never watched them maybe it's i'm not really like uh i'm really not into like boxing or like ufc or anything like that so See, I never watched it because I was into boxing and UFC back then. Like they were just movies that you like that you saw because they were just I mean, they're classics. They're you know, that that would be like if I if we sat here and we talked, I'm like, oh, I never saw Star Wars. You'd be like, what the like what? Yeah, I never saw the original trilogy. Like that's that's how that feels to me. Because they are they were were blockbuster movies. They were award winning movies like. That's that's a fair assessment. I'm just you know comparisons yeah uh speaking of like sequels and stuff that work uh at least they they work until they don't um and it kind of fits into a category of shit you could never make today you could not reboot or sequel this today the police academy oh my god no way number one those movies are absolutely fantastic until you get to about police academy like mission moscow and then it's like okay like the first three were really fucking good after that they got there's there's like seven or eight sequels to those right um the first three are really good then they just got really dumb and really like progressively worse and worse and worse and honestly, at that point, you just watch them just to see like how bad it actually gets. Um, but like, you could never reboot those today. Oh no way! No, not without some serious editing and censoring. Like, 
Well, I mean, and we can say that a lot about a lot. Like, and then it, it, ironically, that was one of the things we, you know, when we used to do the producers, we talked about like part a segment of the show was like, does this pass the 2022 test or the 2023 test? Like, could this movie be made today? And there were ones where you're like, I don't know, man, like you edit three lines that aren't even really that important to the movie. And yeah, it absolutely gets made today. There are ones like, I mean, they're still making them today. And then there's always like, no shot. You make that one in this day and age. No, no. way. Police Academy 100% fits that bill. Yeah. Yeah. There's just no way you could, which is a shame because like, I feel like there would be some great, like new age actors that could fill in those roles. That would be great. You can get like key and peel in there. You can get like, uh, uh, like like Paul Rudd to take over like Steve Gutenberg's role, sure. Like stuff like that. Like there there are a lot of great actors that could probably step into those roles, but you couldn't do it nowadays, unfortunately. Just no, no. And you know it, it's it's sad be- that that's the case because they're like you know that they could try. And you know that they could probably like find a way to swing it to like to fit the it's twenty twenty three, but we still got this done. And like everyone, someone's going to be offended no matter what you do. But like it's not yeah. widely panned for being offensive at the same time. And it would be widely panned because well, that's not the same. They changed it because you know change is the worst thing ever. Apparently, yeah. But, I mean. You know, just insert conversation about a traffic circle in your village, and you'll find out how opposed to change people are. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, oh it's, god, like, and really, so that like that's the issue. But at the same time, I mean, all they're doing in Hollywood right now is remakes and reboots because there's nothing new, there's nothing original. Yeah, I honestly can't tell you the last time I saw like a new original movie or like idea in Hollywood. Well, and there's there's a lot of that that people people blame specifically marvel but superhero movies generally for that that they basically found something that's been around forever made it a gigantic cash cow and now people are like when's the next one and right. they extended into into mini tv series and all kinds of other stuff that people are eating up like crazy and like even if the, even if it pisses people off, even if you find a way to offend somebody some way somehow, like people still watch it, people still consume it, and the rest of Hollywood's like, how do we how do we do that? How do we capitalize on that? And you're only getting like message driven movies, horrid horrid attempts at new horror movies. Yeah, I honestly like, I hate new horror movies i really do um they're just so uh, bad unless it's a unless it's a slasher film like i don't even want to see it like like, the the problem is is no like one of the scariest movies i ever saw was the exorcist like the the og the original part of that was because i was in eighth grade when i saw it sure shout, shout out to the parents of whoever bought us those tickets because it was rated r and let a bunch of 13 year olds go to this movie. But I didn't sleep for two weeks. Uh-huh. Special effects weren't good. No. Like there was nothing incredible about it. Like the makeup was solid. 
but I mean, at one point when she spins her head around and like looks at you behind, which what what would have broken any other human's neck, it's very blatantly like basically a puppet. Yeah, but like they did it in a way that it was suspenseful, it was scary, it was spooky. Like they 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 put in the right amount of jump scares, and now that's all horror movies are now. Just waiting for a jump scare, waiting for a jump scare, waiting and like for that's scare. that's why I hate that's why I hate them because I feel like jump scares are they're fucking cheap. It's a cheap cop out. Yes, because it doesn't matter if you know it's coming when it fucking happens. It's gonna make you fucking jump. Yeah, if you just pepper in loud and abrupt, you're gonna get people to jump. That doesn't right. make it scary. It just startles people. Startling and scaring are two different things. Right, and. The like the thing that the Exorcist hit so home on is the fact that it look like whether or not they're true, there are documented ex- like experiences of of exorcisms taking place of demonic possession being a thing. Mm-hmm. So like, there it's hard to like wrap your head around something when there's a even a sliver of possibility. When I'm watching this horror film with some grotesque gigantic monster that there's no way in hell something like this could happen without yeah. making national news every time it happens uh, there's no way and at that point it lo- when it loses believability you lose this you lose the scare factor right but um, like that's one of my biggest issues, like with with certain aspects of the Michael Myers story of like they never they never explain why he can take a three fifty seven to the head and keep coming. He just did. Like he was just a, he was just a dude in a mask. He wasn't some supernatural freak. Well, it depended on which timeline you were right. watching. Correct. Because like, in one timeline he was supernatural, and then in like the new stuff he was just a dude. Right. I did. Speaking of remakes, I did like the Rob Zombie versions of those. I I really did too. I like the zombie versions. Speaking of, I did just watch the uh the new it came out a year or two ago, last year maybe. Um the remake of Candyman. Oh. That oh, was yeah. actually really good. I really liked it because it was kind of like a remake slash reboot. So I don't know. Have you ever seen the original Candyman? It's been a long time. You remember like the whole thing where like Candyman kidnapped the baby? Yeah. Okay. So basically the premise in the new one is it's like set in like today, like 2021, yeah. 2022, yeah, 2020, whatever. whatever. And uh, that baby has grown up and that is like the main character of the movie. But he doesn't oh. know. He doesn't know that he was the baby. And knows know that we know they know we know. Yeah. And then like he ends up becoming like possessed by Candyman and like becoming like a new avatar of Candyman. And it was actually really fucking good. I really enjoyed it. I might have to check that one out. Yeah. I thought it was I thought it was gonna be really bad because like Tony Todd really wasn't involved too much with it. Like he makes a cameo in it. Um and I'm like, how are you going to have a Candyman movie without Tony Todd playing Candyman the entire time? Right. But it worked the way that they did it. It was great. I loved it. 
10 out of 10 would watch again. Did you, you said you watched the, uh, the Hellraiser remake, right? No, actually, uh, I've actually only ever seen the original Hellraiser. I've never seen any of the sequels. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm just scrolling through like a list here because I have some other things I want to get to, but I want to make sure I'm not going to jump over anything too much. I am excited, though, um, with potential sequels. Lawsuit that was uh, involving the Friday the 13th series uh, has since concluded. Oh, you, you, you did mention that, I think, during our Halloween episode this year. Yeah. Like there was a massive lawsuit going on over like the rights and who owns the rights to the characters and the movies and yada, yada, yada. It was long drawn out. Apparently that's all done. And there is rumor that we may be getting a new Friday the 13th movie. Interesting. Finally, because the last one came out in 2009. So out of curiosity, is that one of those things where do you think they would just reboot and start over or do you think they would try to continue? I don't know because because if memory serves the new one the the one that came out in 09 was act like didn't didn't fall in line with like Jason 10 or whatever Jason goes to hell no basically that one was a kind of combination of like the first 3 Friday the 13th they kind of mashed them together sure because like Technically, in the original Friday the 13th, Jason's mother, Pamela Voorhees, was the killer. Like, Jason wasn't even in it. And the second one, Jason was the killer, but he had the hood, like, the the sack hood mask. He didn't actually get the hockey mask until uh, part three. Right. Um, And they kind of, like, they started, like, the prologue of, like, they showed, like, oh, Jason's mother was the killer, and then she got killed, and then Jason... Now he's killing with the mask or the the hood, and then eventually, like right at the start of the movie, like Jason ended up getting the hockey mask in that one. Yeah, so like they he kind found, of he found it in like the garage or something, right? Yeah, he found it yeah. in like a like a barn or something. Right, yeah, garage or so. They uh they kind of like it was kind of a reboot that acknowledged like the original beginnings of the series, but was, was also try to become its own thing then too. Right, but also just straight up um, was like, okay, like we're doing this as a reboot, but we're not like rebooting. Like we're right. not just going to remake fucking word for word, scene by scene, the same fucking movie that's already been done. Sure. Did you see the new Pet Cemetery? I didn't know they even made a new Pet Cemetery. Yeah, it came out in 2019. I thought that would be up your alley. I haven't seen it. Uh, there's the a new crow like the reboot of the crow is in post-production i have heard of that um that's one of those that i don't know like the crow is just a little sacred that they probably shouldn't have even made like a crow too they should have just left it at the crow because it was great it was brandon lee's last movie that he ever made because he died on that fucking movie right um they should have just left that alone and not even made a sequel, let alone now making another fucking sequel or reboot. Well, it's 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 a remake. It's a modern re- re-imaging. 
But I mean, you you know how it is. It's Hollywood. Nothing stays dead. Nothing. No, I mean, they've pretty much every major franchise that you can think of from like the early days of Hollywood has been redone. Right. You know, they've they've redone most of the massive horror movies. You know, your Friday the Thirteenth, your Halloween's nightmares, uh, Texas Chainsaw. They redid like a couple of times. Like, there's always like new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies coming out, and then like they redid Planet of the Apes. They redid that one twice. Yeah, like they did the reboot, like the remake with Mark Wahlberg, and then like in the late 2010s they redid it again with um, James Franco. Yeah, and then that one isn't isn't that the one with like the two sequels? Yeah, like where it's like Planet of the Apes, Return of the Planet of the Apes, and then like Dawn of the Planet of the Apes or something War like that, or for the Planet of the Apes or something. So yeah, something yeah. like that. Um. So but, and 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 proof in the proof in this pudding, an American Werewolf in London has been announced, a remake of that, a remake of Dirty Dancing, which that one feels like one that wouldn't past the 2022 test or the 2023 test um uh, i assume no. they're going to make like solve the inherent issue of oh, the original dirty dancing yeah. that, like he's 40 and she's 15 yeah but that one's slated for 26 drop dead fred has been announced i don't even know what that is oh my god that one was from my my childhood uh star starship troopers Oh, that was a good one. That from was back a good in one. The day. And uh, there was, for those playing the home game, a lot of random boob in that movie. Yeah, it was really weird. Um, did you know they remade American Psycho? Uh, they didn't really remake it. They just made one called American Mary. Hmm. They they uh basically they took um was it Christina Ricci? Uh they they basically made another it was like American Psycho Two or like American Mary and uh it was like a female serial killer kind of like the same thing though. Hmm. I feel like that one never never actually got off the ground because there's actually an IMDb page for it. It's called American Psycho. Um, but there's not a whole lot to it. Gotcha. Uh, apparently, they're remaking Creature from the Black Lagoon. I have heard of that. Uh, Escape from New York. Highlander. Thank God. Thank God they're make, remaking Highlander. For a movie that's about all, there only being one, there's like nine of them. <laughs> And like, here's the worst part. Uh, you guys know that we talk about my old job here sometimes. And, and you know, I used to work at day camp. And one of my one of the things that one of the perks of working at day camp was when one of our two buildings that were not connected to our main building were open. We got to watch movies a lot. So, like, you would bring in, like, your portable DVD player, plug it into the TV in the officer's room. And me and a coworker who RIP, he uh, passed away about less like less than a year after retiring. Um he brought in like a huge like duffel bag of dvds and he's like look through it pick what you want and i would recommend picking a series if you if you want to like if you ever wanted to watch something start to finish that's not the lord of the rings or star wars like tonight's the night 
and he had all the Highlander movies. The first one was really cool, kind of a cool concept, cool idea. And then they like the whole thing, the whole thing is there can only be one, right? That they are Highlanders who are basically like demi, demi, let's call them demigods. And the entire point is when they come across one another, they fight to the death. And when one of them dies by the hand of another, the power that that one has is distributed amongst the rest of the remaining Highlanders in a, a, I don't want to call it a ritual, but in a, an event that they refer to as, I believe it's called the quickening. And they basically like hunt each other for all of eternity until there's only one of them. And then they're basically like the King. The original one, cool concept, cool idea, had a decent backstory to it. And then they somehow kept it going for three or four more movies. Thank God they're remaking it. Little Shop of Horrors is apparently. I'm looking at a list of stuff that they're potentially like uh, war games. They're going to remake. That's like announced. They're remaking war Uh games. They've announced that they're remaking. They're going to do a reboot of Scarface. Yeah, that one, mm-mm. no, that's going to fucking, you're, you want to fucking shit the bed and piss people off, go ahead and remake Scarface. That's like saying you're going to remake The Godfather. Uh, The Toxic Avenger, which I only know of that, I've never seen it. Gremlins 3. Another, uh, listen. A, another Van Helsing, whether it's a sequel or a re- reboot, I don't know, because... I mean, the Van Helsing with, uh, what's his name? Wolverine. Yeah, Hugh Jackman Jackman and Kate Beckinsale. Like, I like that one. I thought thought it was good. It's great. I loved it. Uh, This is, this next one that I'm seeing, this is going to be weird. They're going to have to, they're really going to have to fucking, I don't even know how they're going to do this because this does not hold up to the 20 whatever scale. Weird science. Yeah. Like, I don't know how they're going to do that because the whole premise of that is two nerdy teenage boys create like a hyper realistic, like fucking sex doll. Right. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, I, they're, I'm sure they'll put a 2023, 24, 27 twist on it somewhere. Yeah. Uh, they've announced a blood sport. Yeah. I just saw that. Um, I am looking for, wait, no, this can't be serious. Police Academy is on this list. And it says you're on on the IMDB list, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. I just got there too. Cause obviously, and I was actually going to talk about the Mortal Kombat remake. I thought it was fantastic. I loved it. I thought I loved it. Like the, the backstory between the warring clans between Sub-Zero and Scorpion, like, like the, I really hope there's I really hope they make a sequel to spin off of that one. Yes, I I hope so too. I believe they are or they talked about it. Um I, I I'm not in a, a a fantastic position where typing is easy for me so I can't really look into it too much but Sure. That one was great and like you there was enough fan service to the old fighters, the old like yeah, and, and and not just guys from the original Mortal, because like the Mortal Kombat original Mortal Kombat movie, Mortal Kombat movie, Christ, 
they only really stuck to characters from Mortal Kombat 1, like the original Mortal Kombat video game. Yeah. And then they tried to go a step further with Mortal Kombat Annihilation to go toward Mortal Kombat 2. But I mean, if you've played any of the Mortal Kombat games, especially the most recent ones, like there's a full tilt arcing story. Yeah. Through all of them. And like, or and or each one has its own story that like leads somehow into the next one and its story. And it's just it, it's just meant to be this forever enduring war. Yeah. Between like the characters the are fucking fantastic. Like Kano is one of my favorite fucking Mortal Kombat fighters. Yes. In the game. And then they put him in this Mortal Kombat movie. And I was like, holy shit, like Kano is fucking awesome. Well, and like in the original Mortal Wait, was Kombat, was it Kano? He... It might not have been Kano. Hang on, I mean, he was in it. I know, I know, Kano is. But so you have a story of how Jax gets his metal arms, which, if you watch the original movies, he didn't have them in the first movie because he didn't have them in the first game. Then he got them in the second game. So in the second movie, he found basically like cybernetic sleeves to put on. Yeah. And then in the, in his like big final fight at the end of mortal Kombat annihilation, he rips them off and is somehow stronger than he was with them on and beats the guy he was fighting, which if memory serves is because they killed off Goro in the first one. Yeah. And because he died in the first game as well as the big ball, as like the, the semi big boss, they had to make a, a different version of him for the second one. So they brought that into the second movie. And I think that's who Jax ends up beating somehow. But like you only had Liu Kang. This movie you had Liu Kang and does it uh Shunchi. Yeah. Like his cousin or whatever. Yeah. And you know, Liu Kang wasn't this ultra badass who already knew what he was doing. He was trying to like Learn and learn. become a master. Yeah. Uh, they introduced a new character, which was cool as all hell. Like a modern spin on it. And people are like, oh, I can't. I, I don't know who that is. That's not a real person. Like, shut up. It's new. It's like, do you just want the same story over and over again? I don't. Now, which one was the new character? Oh, the like the main the main character. Paul Young, guy. Yeah. 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 I liked him. I liked his. Um. I really liked his. Um. Like powers and stuff that he had. Yeah, like where was what was it like the like his hand wraps or something like that were basically yeah like armor. Yeah, it was super cool. This is gonna this is gonna irritate me because now that I'm looking, I'm like I know it wasn't Kano. Kano, Kano isn't my Kano favorite. was really funny in that movie. Kano was really funny, but I'm looking through the list of names and I'll know it when I see it. Um, You're not talking about Cabal, are you? Yeah, Cabal. Yeah, Cabal. Ooh. They're going to make a new rated R spawn as yes. a supernatural horror film. Now, I love the original Spawn movie. Yes. I love it. Like who, who even as spawn? a kid, um It was a Michael Jai White, was it? It might have been. I think it was. I thought I thought so. 
Spawn, nineteen ninety seven. Michael Jai White, yeah, one of the baddest men on the planet. They're are they're rebooting I Am Legend. Yeah, it's gonna be like uh, ten or fifteen years later, and it's basically gonna be like a alternate. It's gonna follow like an alternate ending to the original I Am Legend movie. Like interesting. Yeah, I was actually I just saw something on Facebook about that today. It was going to be like, okay, so like this happened at the end of the original I Am Legend, but what if the ending was different? What if this happened instead? And apparently that's going to be the premise of... Gotcha. Uh, you'll like this. They're coming out with a Dungeons and Dragons movie. Yes, next month. There you go. I am very much looking forward to that. Uh, uh, Green Lantern Corps? Yeah, we can just skip that. Yeah. Like I, anything DC, I'm out until they prove pretty it. much. It's like I got people talking to me about DC movies all the time. Like, oh, you know, what do you think about them bringing in James Gunn? I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. Until you prove that you can get it right, I'm out. I'll catch up when you get it right. How's that? I'm like, I was so excited and ready for like Suicide Squad, like the the 2016 one and it had such promise and such potential and then they just shit the bed on it like it wasn't with john cena in it or is that the one with uh no that was the joker the jared leto joker like i don't think it's terrible like i like it but i'm like this could have been so much better speaking of sequels and reboots i didn't mind the second suicide squad that came out with I thought King Shark was funny as fuck. Yeah. John yeah, Cena it. being a delusional, like a bad guy who's delusional that he's fighting for justice yeah. while killing people left and right. Like the whole thing, fucking hilarious. The tie in at the end where the Justice League shows up and they're like, you're late, dickheads. Like, oh, no, that was at the end of the. Uh, oh, that's the, right. Peace, the so, Peacemaker okay. show. Yeah. End of Peacemaker. Like they the, and I loved Peacemaker. A right. great spinoff, great like not even a reboot, but like a remake sequel spinoff, like fucking fantastic. Like so, the end of that so was great. Like you're, you're, you know, the whole like you're late, dickheads. And why don't you go fuck another fish? <laughs> and Aquaman is just like, I, like why do people think that's a thing? <laughs> you know, I don't do that, right? Like, just it. That's how. Like, why? Why are these one weird, random, one-off things in DC so good? But you like they can't even explain where the new Jaquan Phoenix Joker fits or where the the two Suicide Squads come across because Harley Quinn's the same person. Yeah, it's the same Harley Quinn. They recasted other people. Uh, no, no, they didn't. They didn't recast anybody. They just killed them off right at the fucking start of the second Suicide Squad movie. Did they really? Did yeah. I miss that? Yeah. Like uh Captain Boomerang was in the start of the second one. They killed him off in the first 10 minutes. Uh they killed a lot of people off off screen. Um I don't I don't remember if they said that they killed Deadshot or or not. Um but obviously they brought Bloodsport and Peacemaker in. They were basically both dead shot. Right. 
Um, uh, let's see. Described as far back as DC fandom behind the scenes teaser is a gritty 1970 war movie. Suicide Squad is a similar premise to Suicide Squad, but it's definitely not a remake. But is the Suicide Squad a sequel in the truest sense? Four returning returning characters are joined by 13 new characters. And really, like, out of the four Was, what, was Amanda Waller the same? Yes. Out of the four returning characters, only three of them actually, like, were in the movie more than fucking five minutes. Like, they kept Amanda Waller, they kept Rick Flagg, and they kept... Um, Harley Quinn. Right, and then they talk. Okay, so they talk about how like they they exist in the same universe, but they're it's not necessarily a sequel, right? Because like, and even in Harley Quinn's and Harley Quinn and the or the was it the Birds of Prey and the Immaculate Emancipation of Harley Quinn or whatever the fuck it was called. Yeah, like she like they walk she walks past a wanted poster of Captain Boomerang and she's like, hey, I know that guy. Yeah, like so they 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 tie it in, but they don't like dwell on the fact that it's a sequel. Like it's not like a continuing story; it's just kind of its own thing in the same universe. Yeah, which is fine. But like part of the draw to Marvel and all the stuff that they do in Thor nineteen when we get there is going to be is the fact that it all ties in and that like stuff that happened in the first Iron Man movie get called back in the the third installment of the fifth phase of the 19th movie like yeah it all connects it all ties together to the point that they're trying to find a way to tie back in agents of shield which at one point they got away from and then got the rights back for and are trying to tie it back in again yeah but i don't know it's there's just so much there and well you said like i'm done i'm done with dc movies until they prove to me that they have their shit together right because the last few that i've seen fucking Justice League, uh, Wonder Woman, didn't 84. Bother. Didn't bother. Uh, Aquaman wasn't terrible, but I didn't like it. I saw parts of that one. That one um, like, That one to me was, if that was your bad one, like how Thor the Dark World was the bad one. Right. Okay. But like, again, you tried to rush the process. You tried to, we need to compete with this. So we need, you know. Oh, what is it? James Gunn? Is that him? Yeah, they brought the, James Gunn in from the dark, the darkness, the grittiness, and the explosions. Like that's how we're going to compete. Like, no, how about you tell a fucking story, right? And yes, Marvel deviates from the uh, from the source material, but not so much that they're like this is based on the source material, and it's nothing close, right? Like they they tried to be close with iconic costumes and iconic looks, and then the DC movies are like. Let's do something completely different. Let's make Doomsday look nothing like Doomsday. Yeah. So dumb. Yeah. Yeah. That's a one that that's one that like gets like fails on all counts. The reboots, the remakes, and the sequels all suck. Like honestly, DC's just been in fucking shambles since they finished the Christian Bale Dark Knight movies. Which I get. Christian, like you you lost your Joker. Which is fine. You don't need him. Christian Bale basically said he didn't want to play Batman again unless who directed those? Uh, Christopher Nolan. Yeah, 
like he basically like he didn't want to play Batman again, but if he did, he would only do it for Christopher Nolan type thing. Yeah. So like, but find a way to make that work. Even you had the ability to like take the character who was going to become Robin if you did another movie, turn him into Nightwing, and start there. Yeah. Like, and then you can have a thing where you don't even necessarily have to have Batman on screen ever. But you can have other characters playing different incantations of Robin interacting with Nightwing, talking about Batman. You don't have to you don't you don't have to deal with the Joker. You don't have to deal with Batman and you can tie in everything else. See, and this is what this is why I really liked. DC's TV shows like the Arrowverse stuff, the Arrowverse like was fantastic. Arrow, the Flash, Supergirl for the first couple of seasons, and then it got a little too forced down your throat, real world politics. Um, you know, legends of tomorrow, stuff like that. Absolutely fantastic because they were all set in the world where they would make references to the billionaire in Gotham. Yeah. They, like they, they would even at times like there, there were times that like flash showed up or green arrow showed up like what Batman was busy. Like, right. Oh, what? What am I? Do, do I not rate high enough to get the A team? No, the bat was a little busy today. Like, just they they made comments about it. They joked about it. Like, it was a running thing on the shows for for the longest time. They only referred to him as like you know the billionaire in Gotham because they didn't some for somehow for some reason they didn't have the rights to actually use the name like Bruce Wayne or Batman. Right. Uh, so they would like subtly reference like, oh, you should see these this billionaire in gotham and the toys that he's got um but the best part was there, is like, there was there was even one where where ollie made the comment about like oh you're you're becoming they oh you you're becoming more like him than you ever like than you ever thought and like because he had either um arsenal or speedy with him he was like yeah but i don't need a boy want like yeah, but I don't deal with boy wonders. And then they like looked at his sidekick and he's like, I'm no boy wonder. And they like yeah. carried on type thing. Yeah. So like, but that's like I liked it because everything in that universe was cohesive. Like if something big happened in one of those shows, it generally reverberated into the other shows in some way, shape, or form. Are you kidding? Every once they had enough of the shows, one of the best parts about that was when was they the crossovers. Talking, was the crossovers where it would like like flash was sunday night um era was like was tuesday, tuesday night legends of tomorrow was thursday and like supergirl like, was like monday or something yeah like that. so like you had to watch all four shows to get the whole story of the crossover event that the, the consequences of reverberated through the rest of the show for all four shows that were involved mm-hmm. it was great it was awesome but My somehow favorite. the cw can figure that out but these the the DC cinematic universe can't get their head out of their ass. No, and like DC is like just a casting fucking nightmare too. Like those those CW shows, absolutely fantastic casting. But now like they're they're promoting the Flash movie, and it's like Ezra Miller is a legitimate fucking nutball. Like. You canceled the Batgirl movie, but you're going to continue with the Flash movie when Ezra Miller is like got like multiple like warrants out for his arrest and 
like restraining orders for trying to light people on fire in fucking Hawaii and yeah, and then like they all oh, well, maybe we're not going to do this and we're like we're going to cut back on the uh, on the amount of scenes that he's in. Ah, no, never mind. It's like innocent until proven guilty. Well, you know, he did something stupid again, so we're going to back out. Like it's just so stupid, so dumb. Just can the movie like it's too late now it's coming out in like a month and like i liked the darker grittiness of the batman yeah i, I, I still I still do not like the casting no like i i also thought it was way too fucking long yeah and so way too long my my like no matter who you would want to think would be a great batman i need someone who can play both Batman and Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And the problem was what shiny vampire boy, what the Paul James Pattinson, Robert Pattinson, yeah, him. My big issue with him, his Batman wasn't bad. I have seen worse. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't mind his Batman. I liked it. Bruce Wayne was horrible. Yeah. Bruce Wayne is a billionaire playboy. Like, devilishly handsome clean cut like often described as being that all-american strong jawed look Mm -hmm. i know don't get me wrong patterson has the strong jaw but the fact that he was like they're like hey batman is supposed to be one of the most gifted hand-to-hand combatants on the planet nobody's going to believe that your skinny ass can do like is that guy is him could you bulk up just a little and he went, no, no, yeah. I don't see Batman that way. I don't give a fuck what you see Batman. Like the only time that Batman didn't look huge was when he was standing next to next to Superman. And it's only because they right. made Superman bigger. <laughs> like that's that's all it was. Like nobody, nobody in the DC universe, in the cartoons and any of the source material had a build that compared to Bruce Wayne slash slash Batman unless Clark Kent was nearby. Yeah. And it just, oh, one of them's got, I don't know, 18 inch biceps and the other one's got 24. <laughs> like that. Right. Was, and that's even probably a lot. That's probably too big of a jump. Yeah. <sighs> like, I don't know. Okay. We, we're we're, we're going to get away from, from the superhero movies because we could probably, we could probably like hammer that for an entire, we, we could probably talk about that for an entire episode if we really wanted to. Sure. Um, I am a big fan of understanding that a remake may not be the move, but what I consider an extended sequel is, and we kind of talked about, we kind of talked about it with Sandlot. Like if you, if you did something where it was like, you know, the, the sons of a couple of the guys from the original or whatever, or some type of tie in to that franchise or in the same universe, just years down the road. Yeah. And one of the funnest ones that they've done that with, and I love this show, and if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. It is corny, it is cheesy, but it is everything you want it to be. Is e- even with the the slight blend of lack of realism, is the Mighty Ducks game changers? Yeah, like this this show is everything I want it to be and more every time it comes on my TV. Did they ever make a season two? Yes, they did, and it was really good. 
Oh, I must have missed that somehow. Yeah, yeah, binged it in like a day and a half. Huh. And the only reason it took a day and a half is because we binged most of it in one day, most of the rest of it the next day, and then realized there's a one more, <laughs> there's one more episode and it hasn't been released yet. <laughs> but it was, it has been now. But like, it's the same general concept, except now the ducks are the super program that everyone vies to to play for. Yeah. And one of their players, like they they <laughs> one of the hockey guys from Letterkenny plays the coach, which is great. I fucking loved it as soon as I saw oh, it. Like it's almost like all this dude knows is hockey. I love it. It's great. And he cuts tell, kid. tell me though, like watching that. I couldn't help but say, when the fuck did Riley leave fucking... Yeah, when did Riley leave Letterkenny? Like, I kept wanting to be like, want to go want to go rip some nappies and some nappies, buddy? <laughs> I want, I wanted him to drop one of the one of those yeah, lines. Ones, you know, give me like a... Nur, nur. Yeah, give me something. Yeah. I, like, it, it could even be simple. It could be so, so simple. Like, looking at his team like, right now, we're at this level, but I need you to get... To this level and have them all like and, and then have all the team like like what and he'd be like oh, you wouldn't understand like and just like throw that joke but right. so it starts with Riley cuts this kid basically tells him he's not good enough and he's not an, he's not oh, what not that he was he'll he's I I the oh I can't think of the team's name. It's not like the never was or so it's something along those lines. Like basically just tells him, tells the kid he's not good enough. Yeah. So because his mom sees how upset he is, his mom does this, the thing that all moms do and all dads do when little Johnny gets cut, makes his own team. Except this wasn't a, I'm going to make my own team to show you I'm better. It's I'm going to make my own team because my son loves the sport and he deserves to play. Yeah. And if you didn't play for the ducks in the area, you didn't play. And they tie in Gordon Bombay. They tie in a bunch Who, of... The, apparently, they cut him out of the second season. Bombay? Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't in at all. Yeah, uh, yeah, something happened, and he wasn't... Uh... I think he wanted a lot of money. Oh. Yeah, I think I think Emilio wanted the, uh, wanted the paycheck. Well, uh, I'm sorry, buddy, but you haven't done shit since the fucking yeah, Mighty no Ducks. Kidding. So... Uh, be be happy for the, you know, little bit of uh, whatever you get. Yeah, they, uh, but they so they found a way to move them out of the rink that Bombay owned, and they end up going to like this huge hockey camp in the second in the second season. It's it, it's really funny. It's pretty good. Um. Like the, the the copious cameos again, Bombay's in the entire first season. Really, the only one that you're kind of like, where the hell is he? It's Charlie. It's Charlie. And what it was is they filmed most of the show in Canada, and Conway couldn't get to Canada because of COVID. Yeah. And then like to get to Canada, he was like, I can't be away from my family for that long. Well, yeah, because it was like he week- had to quarantine for. Three weeks when he got there. Then like eh. then when they changed locations to film, he'd have to quarantine again. Yeah. And then 
go back, quarantine again, and then quarantine for two weeks before he came back and two weeks after he came back. He's like, I'm not doing that. Like, not not for a couple appearances on the show. Yeah. Um, I heard, I've heard i heard rumor. I don't know if they're going to make a third season. I've heard rumor that if they do, the goal is to get more of the old ducks involved. Obviously, yeah, Goldberg, they only had they only had six of them. They had Kenny Wu, 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 Kenny Wu, uh, Connie Moreau, Adam Banks, Guy Germain, Fulton Reed, and Les Averman. Like, obviously, like it would be fun to see them bring uh, Keenan Thompson in, but he'll probably want way too much money to fucking show up for fucking thirty seconds. Probably, uh, Charlie Conway would be great to get him back in which i um, which was in the works and again was right. agreed upon in principle before the whole covid thing um other than that like they they need to bring the other bash brother in uh he's in the second season oh is he briefly but yes so uh the and it's not a spoiler by any means it's it's really the only like the only big cameo we'll say he is in the very first like segment of the, of the very first episode and <laughs> Fulton Reed is how like that basically they say the ice palace got condemned that like the building was falling apart and like the ice system failed and everything so Fulton Reed his construction company is doing the repairs and he makes a point of saying like oh for you know, for, for the, like anything for the ducks, like once a duck, always a duck, like, you know, being the OG ducks who bonded with the, the, they uh, called themselves the don't bothers. Yeah. The don't bothers. Like, so like they bonded with the don't bothers who won the duck name in a game, in, in an unsanctioned game or whatever. Yeah. And they like, the, they did this whole thing and he's like, and he goes, huh? Yeah. It's nothing for bash brothers construction. And as he's putting on his bandana, you see, someone else putting on there and they like they just do the whole like chest bump thing like going <laughs> like, yeah we'll, we'll get this place up and running for you by the time you're back you know by the time summer's over type thing and then they go to this like hockey summer camp i'll have to watch it now i didn't realize they came out with the season two it was really good i really liked it jim nance is in it really oh dude it's fucking hilarious like it and he's he's so incredibly self-aware of it because like one of the things that like one of the things that they talk about in not that they are but one of the running jokes of like the Mighty Ducks series is like the the, the amount of times that there's like play by play and commentary for the games that these kids are playing. So Jim Nance does commentary for this camp at times. And he's like, who am I even talking to? Like who's where is this being broadcast? I gotta talk to my agent. Like who's who's how do you even tune into this? Like it's just really funny. But yeah, it's like that was so so good. Um I enjoy the fact that I like I enjoy the fact that Disney's doing spin-offs with Star Wars. I enjoy the fact that Disney's doing like introducing lesser characters and continuing stories with interesting lesser characters in these mini shows with these spin-offs and these and everything. Like the Loki show was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, Loki was great. Mandalorian's really good. Yeah, some of the some of the Star Wars shows I don't really care for. Uh, Mandalorian is probably about the only one that I do. I like. like. 
I didn't like. I, I didn't hate the Boba Fett one. I I see. I hated it. I'm like, dude's the most feared bounty hunter in the galaxy. Like that Boba Fett show should have been him bounty hunting across the galaxy, and just ganking fools. Yeah, I liked what it was. I liked the story. I like like because they the the problem was they told enough like Star Wars stories by that point in the like beyond what happened to him. That yeah. like, if he was still doing what he was doing during all that time, like people would be like, "Hey, man, you know Boba's still alive, right?" Like that w- it would have made its way back into the show. That's fair. Or into the movies, I mean. So, like, he they had to tell a story where he wasn't doing that. That's fair. But, yeah. I'm trying to think, like... <sighs> I mean, there's there's a show... We, we already talked about the movie about it. But the show that's the ultimate spinoff of itself every new season. Power Rangers. Oh, yeah. Which is also a spinoff of the Japanese show, which we kind of talked about, and then we've talked about the show in the past, so <clears throat> no need to dive too deep into that. No. The Power Rangers is always good. Like, I'm just really waiting for them to eventually release, like, Legend of the White Dragon. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. Um, That's going to be fantastic when that comes out. Which 100% could be considered a spinoff, I guess. Right. Yeah, I don't really know how it really ties into the overall Power Rangers stuff. It doesn't. It doesn't um, it's supposed to. But because he's not allowed to. But it's going to be fucking great no matter what it is cuz it's got a lot of old Power Rangers cast members in it. Yes. Yes it does. All right. So we're getting near the end of the end of the run here. So let's do what is your favorite, your favorite sequel, your most hated sequel, and then a movie or franchise you would like to see be rebooted. Hmm. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Jesus. Uh, Probably most hated like sequel or reboot um a kind of a tie between sandlot 2 and the ghostbusters one honestly i don't think they really get much worse than that um my favorite reboot or sequel probably back to the future 2 cuz that actually was a great fucking movie and then they kind of shit the bed with back to the future 3 but that's neither here nor there. Fair. Um, and that's not to say, like, I still really enjoy Back to the Future 3. Just because. Um, something that I would love to see them reboot or remake. Um, I would really like to see them make a sequel to... Um, oh, God. That's actually tough to think of, like, what I would want to see. Like, obviously, like, my heart goes, I want another fucking Friday the 13th movie. Right. I want another Friday the 13th. I want another Nightmare on Elm Street. That's where my heart goes. But, so we'll just, we'll go with those. Even though, like, 
they've been rebooted and sequeled a million times a piece already. That's, you know, 2009 is a long time since the last Friday the 13th and 2011 since the reboot of Nightmare on Elm Street, which was fucking terrible. So I would like to see them try to give it another go. I would like to point out the fact that I pulled up Rotten Tomatoes worst sequels ever. And the top three, like things that never needed to be done was like super baby, super baby's baby geniuses Two, jaws, the revenge return to the blue lagoon, staying alive Highlander two. So we <laughs> talked about the Highlander, then police Academy Four, the ring Two, the gallows act Two, Atlas shrugged the sting Two, the crow wicked prayer, Police Academy 5, Police Academy 6, Police Academy Mission to Moscow. <laughs> Get three in a row. Like I said, the first three Police Academies were fucking great. Yeah. And then they went to shit. Um, okay. So one of my and it's got to be close to favorite sequels without rehashing the Rockies because three and four were fantastic. I absolutely loved for a multitude of reasons, major league two, which is actually on this list of worst uh-huh. remakes ever. Yeah. Uh, multiple Highlanders are on there too. The son of the mask. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen uh, Major League Two. Oh, my God. So Major League Two picks up directly where Major League One left off. So obviously, Major League One happens. They, and I to quote the, uh, to quote Lou, they won the whole fucking thing. And which ironically back then they talked about winning the pennant, which wasn't even the world series, not even the world series. That's the ALCS. Yeah, actually, is that the ALCS or did they just win the division? I think they just won the division. Either. No, I'm pretty sure because they played the Yankees, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. So the second one, if they pick up coming off that season, and if you want, if you remember the start of the first movie, they're, they're going around like the city. It's like, they, they talk about the, they they show the owner talking about torpedoing the team. Then they announced the roster. They were going to hashtag tank for Tua. Yeah, pretty much. But they were going to tank to move. Like she wanted to move to like she wanted to move the team to Miami or something. And they released the, the roster in, in in the Cleveland Times or whatever. And they go around the whole city like, who the fuck are these fucking guys? Who are these guys? They suck. Like <clears throat> whatever, right? Uh it literally was for the AL East division. It wasn't oh. even like like the American League champion. It was literally sure. just so, to win so the just division. Winning winning the division in the regular season. So 
that that was the whole point, right? They turned the team around, whatever. So they won the division, made it to the playoffs. And then they talked about like an unceremonious, in the start of the second one, it was an unceremonious exit from the postseason. Now that you mentioned this, it's all coming back to me. But they're excited about the return of, you know, revered slugger Pedro Serrano, fireballer uh, coming out of the pen, Rick Vaughn. Um, Roger Dorn, the third baseman, retired and bought the team. So he's the new owner. Um, and then they introduced like some new characters like Rube, who's the new catcher, because Jake Taylor, like he's on the, like, he like he's basically kind of forced into retirement a little bit, stuff like that. And like Lou is still there. Um, William Willie Mays Hayes comes back. Weirdly, no longer looks like Wesley Snipes, and instead looks like um, Omar Epps, which is really funny. But uh, <clears throat> like, and, and basically, it's like they all have like weird, different attitudes now. Pedro's a Buddhist, so he's peaceful. oh shit, that was Wesley Snipes in the first one, wasn't it? Yes, it was a very, very skinny pre pre steroid Wesley Snipes and pre tax evasion Wesley Snipes. How did I never realize that was fucking Wesley Snipes? Yeah. So then, whatever, so good, right? Just really, really funny. Just as good, if not better than the first one. I, my most hated, easily the son of the mask. The mask does not need a sequel. You know what? I would put Ace Ventura Pet Detective as like a tie of not, so non-sports sequel and sports sequel. There you go. And then movie I would like to see rebooted. Or thing I would like to see. You didn't, you didn't like the sequel to Ace Ventura? No, I did. Oh, okay. So I'm time putting that up there with Major League. Gotcha. Okay. The Son of the Mask, which is what led me there, was just terrible. I don't think I ever saw that one. And I would love to watch. I, like, I want to see them remake the Street Fighter movie. So I don't think I ever actually saw it. You're not missing anything. Jean-Claude Van Damme basically made this movie just because everyone wanted Jean-Claude Van Damme and anything that was martial arts related. He admittedly was drunk and coked up for most of the movie. And you can tell, like going back and watching it, you can tell how fucked up he is. And for as many like shows and like cartoon movies they made of the street fight of the street fighter lore, they they have so Colonel Guile is supposed to be like Mr. All American, like Mr. America, basically. He's the dude with the tall, like uh flat top haircut, the blonde in the military yeah. fatigues. That's who Van Damme played. So the dude, the American army sergeant with the heavy foreign accent makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah. They actually had decent casting for some of the characters, like the guy who played the boxer, the guy who played the sumo guy. The problem is the guy who played the sumo guy was Hawaiian. He wasn't so technically a Pacific Islander, but he he was supposed to be a sumo dude. He looked like a big Hawaiian guy who should be working at a tiki bar. Uh, yeah. And like the, 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 the creation of Baraka was not good. Like, it, there, there was just so much wrong with it. Like Ryu was 
pretty sure Ryu was a white American when he's actually supposed to be Asian. Like, it just it was just brutal, right? But there's so much cool stuff that they could do with that, and like just the, the Street Fighter lore. I would love to see them like actually give it a legitimate shot at a movie. Yeah, I mean, I'd be down to see it, especially like with you know, I'm not super into Mortal Kombat, but I loved the Mortal Kombat one. So, like, if they made, like, a modern-day Street Fighter, I'd probably watch it. Yeah. I, I'm i all for it. Like I said, I know there's there's a lot of different ways to go with the storyline. The characters are all fascinating with their backstories and stuff, and so much so that you could actually spread it out over a, a two- to three-movie span if you really wanted to. And then yeah. do what Mortal Kombat's doing by introducing a new character or two. But, uh Well, this one was all over the place. We, uh... We had an idea and we jumped around. We leapfrog. We played hopscotch with this with this topic. Listen, if you listened to us before, like you know that's just the way it goes. Yeah, that's just what we do. We are the debaucherous duo. We we loosely pick a topic and then just talk and see what comes about. Yeah, no kidding. But well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Common Debauchery. Common Debauchery, part of the BICBP Radio Network. Check us out online, BICBP-radio.com. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Just type in Common Debauchery or at Tom Common Debauchery, at Common Debauchery. I don't know why I threw an extra word in there somewhere. Uh, like, follow, share, subscribe, tell your friends. Vote on our perfect casting bracket, which is going interestingly. Um, we had to do a tiebreaker already. Yeah, I saw Harrison Han Ford. Han Solo, Han Solo and Hagrid. took Hagrid to the fucking wire, and Hagrid ended up pulling it out in the end. Yeah, tough one. But uh, yeah, so we I have, didn't we, see that coming. No, we have one up right now. The next, uh, the next, next one will be posted tomorrow morning. I don't remember who they are off the top of my head, but uh, like, follow, share, subscribe, tell your friends. The more people that follow and vote, the less likely we are to have ties and have to, me have to go to my personal one to get more views. Uh, and you know, the more people that follow us, the you know more people can vote. So uh, tell your friends to tune in there and uh, check us out online and all that fun stuff. I already said that. With all that being said, I'm the nightmare, and I'm Rotten Jack, and this has been, has been common, common debauchery. debauchery. We fucked that up. Always do, especially when we're on Zoom. <laughs>